Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Hello and greetings and welcome and thank you so much for listening to the New Christian Podcast. I am just so grateful that you've decided to uh, join me again this week and subscribe and listen to these podcasts from week to week. Uh, Please leave a comment on my social media uh, if you like these uh, broadcasts and if you have questions or if you'd like Uh, information on a suggested topic for these podcasts, I would definitely love to hear from you. Uh, You can reach me on my social media. Uh, As you listen, uh, you can reach me on facebook.com forward slash Preacher Jim C or my YouTube channel, Preacher Jim C. Uh, Remember, uh, as always, uh, I am here to expound upon the Bible as we learn together. So if you've been listening over the last few weeks, we've been in 1 Samuel, the book of 1 Samuel, and we've been talking about Saul and David. Uh, We've been discussing this whole, uh, basically, fight between these two uh, because of Saul's envy and anger and David's uh, pursuit Uh, of uh, a resolution and what's been going on in this whole story in the book of 1 Samuel. So we left off talking last week about David and how he was forced to leave the Philistine army and to return to Saul and the Israelites. Well, as you might have guessed, the troubles did not end there. So let me ask you this. Have you ever felt as though you you're moving into one difficult situation or coming out of one difficult situation and moving right into another. Well, this story today in 1 Samuel is David and him trying to find strength in God, right? So we're going to be talking about a dark moment in David's life And we'll make an application to our lives. All right, so let's jump right into that passage and take a look at what we've got today. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 through 31. That's 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 through 31. And I'll give you a gist of the context of what's happening here. In today's passage... uh, paints exactly the type of situation that David is in as we've discussed in this whole story going on in 1 Samuel. Perhaps maybe he uh, breathed a sigh of relief after leaving Achish uh, behind, the Philistine army. Uh, But if David expected to find rest, he was mistaken. Meanwhile, 
David had been with Achish, the Amalekites were beginning to raid and were raiders and they had burned uh, Ziklag and carried off the women and children. Exhausted by the travel and overcome with grief, David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left, it says in verse 4. Sorrow gave way to anger as the men held David responsible for their loss. Having been called a traitor by the Philistine commanders, now David faced accusations from his own men. They were so angry that they talked about stoning David. Instead of panicking, David, it says in verse 6 of chapter 30, David found strength in the, in the Lord his God. You see, like Samuel, David sought direction from the Lord by asking Abilathar, the priest, to bring ephod, this priestly garment, to bring the ephod. Okay, this priestly garment that's described in the Old Testament contains an urim and a thurimim. These are two gemstones that are in this garment, used for divine guidance. But unlike Saul, the Lord actually responded to David's inquiry, reassuring him that they would be able to overtake the raider, the raiding party and rescue all the women and children. However, one-third of David's men were too exhausted to continue the pursuit. They stayed with the baggage in the Belsor Valley. When David and his men returned, the evil men and the troublemakers, it says, in the group complained that those who stayed behind should not get the share of the spoils. David reminded them that God was responsible for their victory. Those who stayed received the same reward as those who went to the battle. So let me ask you this. Does it seem like troubles uh, are following you? Even though you may not see the light at the end of the tunnel, you can be certain that God knows and controls the ending of your story. So rest in him. So let me ask you this. Have you ever been in or are you in a dark moment in your life? God promises us that it will only last so long as is necessary for God to accomplish his purposes within each one of us. Right now, right where you are, remember this. God has put a limit on the adversary because you are a child of God. The Holy Spirit is living inside you. He knows how much you can bear. Scripture tells us that he won't give us more than we can bear, right? 
So when we learn and mature in the midst of these tremendous adversities, God is pleased because he sees his purpose being fulfilled in each and every one of us, right? We are growing spiritually because stronger, becoming stronger in areas of weakness and increasingly being conformed to the likeness of Christ. So, I believe God weaves three different principal threads into all of the adversity that we struggle with. The first one is adversity is God's choice tool for building godly spiritual character in our lives. Secondly, adversity usually comes in the areas where we feel the most confident, right? Think about it. Adversity usually comes in areas where we feel that we're most confident in. And thirdly, God ultimately design, ultimate design is to conform you and me to the likeness of Jesus. He has something definite in mind. God allows adversity to mold and shape you and me but he uses it only so long as it is needed. Once it has performed its function, he takes it away. So what about, what do you think God has in mind when you, when he allows adversity to invade your life? What do you think God has in mind? I think there's a couple of things that I wanna bring to mind to you. That may, that may help uh, jog your, your thoughts in this message today. First one, maybe he's trying to get your attention. Maybe he's trying to tell you something. Maybe he's ha- trying to help redirect you in your life. Or maybe he's delivering us from our own prideful thoughts, our own self-centeredness. Or maybe it could be he's revealing our weaknesses and our strengths. He's helping us, help shaping our weak, help, helping us diminish our weaknesses and increase our strengths. Or maybe he's, he increases our hatred for sin, right? He's helping increase our hatred for sin. Or maybe he's demonstrate, he demonstrates the faithfulness of himself, of God. He's demonstrating his faithfulness to us, that he'll carry us through whatever we're struggling with. Or maybe he's strengthening our faith. Maybe he's trying to use this adversity to strengthen our faith. Maybe he's, he's preparing us for a future service that he wants us to be in, right? Or maybe he's enabling us to comfort others that are facing the same adversity, right? Maybe he's molding us into having a testimony. So you see, through adversity, he is molding you and me into a mature child of God. 
Whenever God sees you and me, he sees a saint. Sometimes struggling, sometimes failing, but justified, redeemed, forgiven, and reconciled to him. He sees a saint full of his unconditional love, indwelt by his presence, sealed by the Holy Spirit for promise, whose name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You and I, if we believe in Jesus Christ as our Savior, that's who. He sees you on your way to heaven with purpose, with direction in each of our lives. He sees someone in whom adversity can never take up permanent residence in our lives. In our story today, David knew that he could trust God no matter what he was going through, what the circumstance was going on in David's life. He knew that God was in control. God would deliver his people from their adversity. And he's looking for you to deliver you from that same adversity. So in your dark moments, my friends, look to God. Pray. Seek after God. And he'll deliver you. And he'll use that adversity only if for just a moment to draw you into him and to give you a testimony to others. Thank you so much for listening to this week's uh, New Christian Podcast. I look forward to bringing to, to you another episode. Uh, and I also look forward to bringing you other episodes of uh, when I'm on the local Detroit radio station here coming up. I'll be on again uh, on Sunday afternoon, this coming Sunday. Uh, that'll be on at 2.30 uh, at the lo local AM 1440 station in Detroit. And I'll be bringing that audio to you on this podcast. So won't you have a blessed week? I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter uh, links, links are there, and you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up, and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us, and have a blessed day.